Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, with no ads? Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. I am giving you guys the warning in the first 10 seconds of the show that I am stupid this morning. Oh, neat. That'll be fun. More so than usual, even. Okay, I am on the struggle bus with this, weaning off the effectser. And I didn't take it yesterday, so doctor doctor recommended to take it every other day. So yesterday was my day off. So I could feel myself sort of at the end of the night last night with this stupidity where I couldn't even remember if I did things 10 seconds before. Like I would take a drink out of the refrigerator and I would put it on the counter. And then like five seconds later, I'm like, where the hell did I put that drink? And I did it time and time again. So effects are for you guys. Um, It's a uh, anti-anxiety. And I started taking it 20-something years ago when I started this show because I was so scared of failing on this show. And I had it so played up in my head that I was never getting a job again if this wasn't going to go well that I was so wound up that the doctor's like, you know what, let's take six months and let's get you on this and then we'll reevaluate in six months. Here we are 20-something years later. I've never increased my dosage. It was just the introductory dosage. Can't even get my tongue working. Um, so I just, uh, I feel like it's been so long and I feel like I'm such a different person now. I just want to see what life is like off of it. So I've been weaning myself off of it. And today is really like, has been the hardest morning so far. So I'm just warning you guys. I took it about an hour ago. It should kick in in the next 30 minutes or you guys can insult me all morning and there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> we can just say, yeah. we didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. What are you about? Ne- never heard nobody say that. I'm not fast enough to respond. I am really stupid right now. Yeah, I am um, <laughs> curious as a friend and what you were going to go through and what we might have to endure, I did look up the side effects of weaning off of effects, sir, <laughs> and that is one of them. Which one? Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, I don't know if it's the studio or not, but is it super hot in here? It's warm it's, today. It's okay. warm. Yeah. yeah, it's 71. Okay. Yeah. I'm just attributing everything to weaning off <laughs> the effects. So bear with me for the next hour. Have a fieldy. I could be a human pinata for you guys for the next hour. Okay. Have Sweet. a great time. Got it. Um, I do have something that even in your um, condition of stupid. My stupid state? Well, we'll be excited about. We have a piggy update for tomorrow. Okay. All right. So I came on yesterday and broke the news that we were going to do a pigskin cam for the for the Super Bowl. Um, and I had a pig coming in studio. And Bert loves pigs because oh of all the time he spent with them. The cutest little things. Um, and unfortunately, Outsiders Farm and Sanctuary 
all of them got COVID, and they were devastated. Not so we, the pigs, the staff. No, yes, the staff. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. They don't have the swine flu. They got, they have, the, the, the people who work there have COVID. The people who volunteer there have COVID. And they were devastated, so we gave them some love yesterday. But Tommy, Tommy Owen doesn't take no for an answer. Who let the pigs out, Kristen? <laughs> who? Oh. Me. Yeah, he did. He switched it up. So I mentioned yesterday on the show that I reached out to folks, hadn't heard back, and then I heard from a Bird's Big Adventure mom who has a niece who has a pig named Maple. We were going to have Maple. My cousin's friend's babysitter has a pig that they're going to bring in. But we don't need Maple because I had reached out to Paradise Valley Farm, and they have all the critters, (laughs) and they're bringing in two pigs. Yes! Not one, but two. Paradise Valley Farm. You can check them out at minilivestock.com. Thank you for helping us out. The little, little guys or the big, big, big pigs? They're little. Oh! I mean, they're they're not tiny, but they're small. Okay, so you can can hold them. And these are like, they got like hair on them. Yes. They're they're, they're cute. Tommy Tommy sent me pictures. (laughs) And like, listen. Pickers can't be choosers. We would have taken ugly pigs. Um, they're they're very cute. Okay. Yes. B- but this is really, I mean, keeping with our NFL theme, they're our third round draft pick, not a first round draft pick. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. <laughs> so I'm talking to Rachel yesterday from Fair- Paradise Valley Farms, and she goes, what does football have to do with pigs? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know, pig skin. Pig skin. Oh, okay. she must have been horrified. What? Yes. Wait. No, I, no, I, what? I was, I I was, was bracing. Don't tell her. I was bracing <laughs> for that. But luckily, they're fans of the bird show. So. No. Yes. And the footballs are not actually made of pig skin, y'all. That's just like a, yeah. it's just what they call it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to have a chat, though, because I'm fairly certain before you get a little pig for your house. Mm-hmm. Are those teacup tiny ones, I'm pretty sure, still get up to 250 pounds. Mostly they do, but okay. there are breeders around the country now that specialize in, like, dumbing down the genetic <laughs> Well, they originally bred that small for lab testing. Uh, of course you know that. Um, <laughs> so there are a couple of breeders around the country. There's one in Tennessee that when I'm really ready to do this, that I'm going to go up there and check them out. But what most people don't know are like pigs are like little dogs. They can be trained. They can be potty They're trained. They're very smart. They can do tricks and stuff. They will. They can't jump, I don't think. So you have to pick them up and put them on your lap when you're watching TV. But they're really, really cuddly. They're just like dogs, except they're not dogs. They're pigs. They're pigs. So we're going to have two <laughs> pigs in studio tomorrow for our birth show, Pigskin Cam. And if you're like, what is that? So if you go to our Facebook page, the birth show Facebook page, um, starting at 830, we will have a live cam on the little piggies in our studio so you can enjoy our Burchos pigskin cam for the Super Bowl. So, one more shout out real quick. I want to say a a shout out to Abby Skidmore at Paradise Family Farm. She's a huge fan of the Bird Show and I just want to thank her reaching back out to us. I just want to clarify that this isn't a fake out again. Like, you're not going to bring in puppies this time like no. you did with the turkeys. This isn't like bacon cam, right? No. Like, no. pigs are actually coming in? Actual, okay. real, live pigs. There's going to be no... <laughs> that, that, Could you imagine that if we s- live-streamed a pack of bacon? <laughs> 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 I don't trust y'all at funny. this point. I, you know what? That's I don't good. blame you. <laughs> Abby, I would not turn down some pigs in a blanket, though. <laughs> you can't even mention those things in front of the pig. No. No, it's insulting. It's like, 
I have a weird thing about the Georgia Aquarium serving fish in their cafeteria. I think it's mean. <laughs> it's wrong. Um, so we shouldn't have any bacon, was, nothing like that. What was that thing we were going to do years ago? Do turkeys eat turkey or what was it? Yeah, there was a morning show that did this very same bit, and they wanted to know on Thanksgiving if turkeys ate turkey. So I guess we could bring a, a, a pig in here. No. To see yeah. no. Stole some bacon at <laughs> See what okay. happens? Jacked up. We One, just, they will. We just secured the pigs, and we're about to lose them again because of your buffoonery. Also, I, I don't blame it on the effects here. I don't want to hear it. If you eat fish at the aquarium, that's the freshest fish you've ever had. Why, because they pull it right out of the yeah, tank? Yeah, I'm only trusting sushi from the aquarium. Think about those fish just swimming around, and they hear things. They're like, oh, my God, I heard what's going on in the cafeteria. Do you think that's true? Do fish have ears? Can fish hear? Have you they seen? They have eyes. They can see you eat yeah. it. <laughs> they see you. And have you seen? Has no one here seen Finding Nemo? They know. All right. They do know. All right. So tomorrow morning. Pigs. Is it starting right at 6? No, 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 no. They're going to be here. Um, they're going to be here at 8, and we're going to kick off the Piggy Cam at 8.30. Okay, great. The Bird Show. So Mo is wondering if this one thing makes him a bad friend or not. I'm, I'm not proud of what I did, but I, I had to do what I had to do. So uh, I went out with my friends, two of my friends, last weekend, and it was my one night of the weekend to turn it up because we had to work the rest of the weekend. And so I don't have a car. Um, I'm, If you don't know that, I am just against cars. I have not had a car for years, and it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. The only time it kind of, I would say, bothers me is when people want to give me a ride because I feel like I'm inconveniencing them, and I'd rather just, like, go by myself and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But before the night started, I told my guys that I would just meet them at the place we were going. And he's like, no, you don't have to do that. I've got to pass you anyway. I'm going to come get you. We're not leaving you behind. So I remembered that term. We're not leaving you behind. Mm-hmm. They did come pick me up. They did take me to the place. So we, you know, regular night, normal night, we turn up, we have fun. The beautiful thing is one of our friends is a designated driver because he does not drink. So everybody else can turn up and do their thing. Those are amazing people. They're the best people yes. in the world. Those are those are the real heroes. <laughs> Absolutely. Those, those are the real patriots. <laughs> Absolutely. So the end of the night comes, and he ends up bringing another friend, and so we're all there. We're all having a good time. Now, we go to leave, and they didn't really want to leave yet, but I wanted to leave because I had to get up in the morning. I had things I had to do. They did not, but I was like, guys, I got to go. So they're like, Mo, just kick it for another 30 minutes, and then we'll all leave together. So I'm like, bet I'll stick it out. 30 minutes happens. We go out to the valet to leave, and it was already like a nightmare. You can already tell that it was going to be a while before they got their cars. Valet's all backed up. You're watching these guys run from one car to the other down the street. People are starting to probably congregate and get a little frustrated because they can't get the car fast enough. Exactly that. And So apparently what happened was someone misplaced someone's keys. Um. That's how it all started. They could not find this one set of car keys, and that just backed everything up. It was like the most unorganized valet system I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what happened, but it was chaos. It was complete chaos. People are arguing. People are mad, getting frustrated, can't find any cars, all kind of stuff is going on. I think it's one business, well, not just one, but if just one or two people call out, then it changes everything. You got just pandemonium at the valet stand because they're doing double time trying to get cars, and if it's a full night, that is stressful for them. Exactly that. So we end up hearing that one of the cars, just when we thought the hidden missing keys was the worst part, were broken into. Somebody had actually broken into one of the cars and took a lot of things. So they were trying to find out who the car belonged to. So as they start describing the car and what was in the car, I can see my friend's friend's face 
like, start to become more and more concerned because I, I didn't realize it. But at that moment, he was starting to realize that this was his car that they were talking about. Oh, damn. It turns out it was. Mm. So, unfortunately, they go to his car and they figure out that it was his car that was broken into. I guess the person even tried to take it. But thankfully, they, they couldn't. They didn't take the car, but the car was broken into. So once that happens, now we're obviously all sitting there trying to console this person and, like, help him. And they I'm, have to call the cops. They have to do the whole thing. Yeah. I still have to go. I still have to work the next day, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm going to stick this out and make sure that he's okay. Because they sort of went out of their way to pick you up in the beginning of the night, so you're feeling obligated at this point. So, technically, my <laughs> friend is the one who picked me up. Not my friend's friend, right? The designated driver. Right. Okay, and all of this, all of this is happening to the designated driver? Or? No. No, okay. The car that was broken into is his friend. Got it. When we stay long enough to hear them say, all right, um... We, we, we got the police coming. We're going to take care of it. We'll get the insurance involved. Don't worry about it. Me and my dude are like, all right, we're out. So I'm like, finally, we're leaving. We get to get out of here. When my friend goes to leave, they can't find his keys either. <gasps> oh, so now wow. it was so bad. So I'm like, all right, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Because I really want to go. I'm tired. It's the end of the night. But I remember him telling me, you're not going to leave me behind. <laughs> Those words are ringing in your ear. They really the are. sacrifice they made for you. Now, I remember the last time we all went on vacation, I had to sacrifice my own time for them mm-hmm. two times in a row. This is the same dude? Same dude. Oh, it's the same okay. group of people. All right. So in my mind, third time is the charm. I get to be selfish. Yep. So I left him. I told him, they'll find your keys eventually. Don't worry about it, but I got to go, bro. Mm-hmm. He's like, no problem, get to do your thing. It turns out it was another hour and 30 minutes <gasps> before he got his keys. Damn. And he ended up having to sit out there by himself in a panic, worried about what was going on. The valet did finally find his keys, and he did finally go home. But as he was telling me that story, I felt like I was a really bad friend for leaving him behind like that. Was, was I wrong? Well, the first thing is um, no good DD goes unpunished. <laughs> <laughs> You're very proud of you. See, See what you did there. You're not that stupid. I'm done. <laughs> I would have done the same thing, man. Yeah. Um, was it a work night? For me, yes. not for them. Yeah, I would have bailed. Okay. Yep. I wasn't wrong? No. Nah. All right, because I felt bad. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I think, I think after, especially after two times you giving him the benefit of the doubt and sticking by him, I think the third time is enough for you to be like, bye. So, and you're good. There's literally nothing you could have done. That's you how just, I felt. You would have just been sitting there keeping him company, but you probably both would have been on your phones anyway. So It wasn't a dangerous situation. No. You're simply talking about time, and anybody that's hanging out with us during the week knows we got to get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning. So I think you did your job. All right, I feel better now. <laughs> the Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Prince William is finally speaking out after his father's cancer diagnosis. This would be the worst part about being royal for me. Like your family is going through the most traumatic medical experience and you've got to get up on stage mm-hmm. and wear a tux and act like everything's okay. So following this news, uh, the Prince of Wales, he uh, ended up going to this big gala. It's called the London Air Ambulance Charity Gala Dinner. And he got up on stage and he said, I'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you. Also for the kind messages of support for Catherine 
children and for my father, especially in recent days. And then he made a little joke. He said, it's fair to say the past few weeks have had a rather medical focus. So I thought I'd come to an air ambulance function to get away from it all. So <laughs> he really can't escape any of this news. But we don't really know what's going on with Kate. She had like this mysterious abdominal surgery. She's taken a step back from royal duties as well. But we know that the Prince of Wales is going to undergo cancer treatment. They say they caught it early. So hopefully he recovers pretty soon. No longer the Prince of Wales. He's King Charles. No, no, I'm talking about um, Prince William. Oh, Prince William is? Prince William is the Prince of Wales, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, but you said he got, they, they caught the cancer for Prince of, the Prince of Wales. Uh, that was Early. a Freudian slip. Yeah, I was like, wait a second, what the heck? Yeah, was like, like, that is breaking news. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Prince William does not have cancer. Okay, King okay. Charles yes. does. I think Abby is weaning off effects for this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just my brain. It's not the drugs. I'm just stupid. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> this is what weaning off boys for 30 days does. That's right. You're boy sober. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's normally my one my one source of serotonin and dopamine. I yeah. think that would make you smarter. Keeping guys away from you. No, you got to be smarter on those dudes. Have you seen the crop out there recently? you got to be on your toes. All right, I do not understand what it is with artists putting their own songs on set lists and then not wanting to perform them. So Drake was performing recently, and the track for his collab with Rihanna called Work starts playing, and he's like, yeah, no, the audience, you can sing for me instead. Yeah. It's literally in the, you put it on your set list. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. If you don't want to sing it, don't add it. Mm -hmm. Zero sense. I think he did it on purpose. That was that was to take a shot at Rihanna because he's been taking subtle shots at her like in his album ever since the ASAP Rocky thing because of their pads. So I'm pretty sure he put it on there just to say, yeah, I don't sing that anymore so that it would do exactly what it's doing. Mm -hmm. So I know we didn't talk about this yesterday, but I think we all realized why Drake has BDE uh, <laughs> yesterday also. Because, because he has he, a BD? Yes, because he has BD. It's been the elephant in the room, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the elephant trunk in the room. So this video was, was it a picture or video? It was a video. A video um, of Drake sort of, you know, I didn't get to watch it. So I'm only like describing the description that I've read, but he's on a bed with his scratching pole in his hand. Um, and it's really, really evident and apparently very, very impressive also to where he was getting a whole bunch of crap about it online and he's just laughing about it. He's just laughing about it. He thinks it's hilarious. I've never seen a leak be this popular. Like, it has literally been all that has been talked about on my timeline for three days. And ironically, it's been just as many men as women, shockingly, but it has been the talk of the town. That's all people are talking about. All right, so, but back to Rihanna. Like, yeah, that's all nice. Good for you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, wait. wait, that was my next story. Can we stay on this before we move on? Oh, the BDE story? <laughs> yes, because I was actually trying to look up the, the video but between the, the break because I wanted to be able to describe it, and I think I got several viruses. Trying, I'm sure you really. I've been trying websites. to avoid it, and I can't. <laughs> no, I wanted, to see, I wanted to see what all the hype was about. I think so the you've only seen the video? I've I've scrolled past and like did one of those ah oh my god I, and so I kind of seen it, saw it Cassie saw it and stared at it for like uh, forty five minutes she no, was very impressed yesterday she made not. it full screen I was <laughs> <laughs> that's her yeah. screen saver <laughs> you didn't need to make it full screen no. it just took up the whole desktop yeah it poked me in the eye <laughs> I did see it I didn't seek it out I clicked on Drake's name because he was trending and then I saw a video and I was like what is that? oh what is that <laughs> um it is startling. <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks like a balloon sword that you might get at a carnival. Okay, because startling itself can go either way, but yes. when you follow it up with that, that's good. Well, yes. and that was my splits, because then when I realized what it was, I was like, if this was a female artist, like, I would be appalled, so I just scroll away, scroll away, but it was, it, you can't miss it. <laughs> yeah, that's I, what, I think that's why he was laughing about it yesterday, because he's like, oh, oh yeah, that's pretty impressive, right? Ah, you got me. I wouldn't be <laughs> totally shocked if he's the one that sent it out. I, I was thinking that, uh-huh. because it, it, it makes sense. It's been a, a hell of a rollout for him, and I'm sure something is coming behind it. So, I I mean, they said it was a mirror, and it wasn't really someone recording it. And then, it, so, if 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 that's the case, then how did it get out? So, I, I think he mm. did it. So, it's like one of those funhouse mirrors that make everything look a little bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because I'm going to get one. Wider, Maybe. taller, yeah. <laughs> His nickname should be Tripod. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, can someone show me the video after this break? I'd love to see it. All right, Snoop Dogg is suing a cereal company. I'll explain why he says he feels like they're sabotaging his business. On your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Is it just as offensive for your significant other to try to, quote unquote, fatten you up, put a little weight on you, as it is to say, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time for us to hit the gym a little bit. It's the same thing. Because our uh, producer, Mikey, is going through this right now. Yeah, you know what? I'm living high on the horse, mister. I'm doing good. Isn't it high on the hog? High on the hog, <laughs> baby. I think Mikey's oh. just high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the deals that my girlfriend about six months ago discovered a passion for cooking. Mm-hmm. And that's great news for me. All I've eaten is fast food for 20 years. And uh, now I'm eating right. I'm eating good. But just recently, I've come to realize i have a theory i think that she didn't discover a passion for cooking she discovered a passion for trying to shape me into a better man <laughs> put a little meat on your bones yeah put a little meat on my bones so i've always been a weird alien twiggy looking thing um <laughs> like my dad my dad always said that i had scls which is skinny chicken leg syndrome um, you're a little bit like the shape of that uh airy balloon you see out for car dealership i'm a wacky waving inflatable arm too man yeah. <laughs> so yeah i've been eating like nobody's business. Um, I do. I have a list of things that she's been making me. Okay. Uh, t- tell me when to stop. <laughs> All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Chicken shrimp Alfredo. Marry me chicken pasta. That one was a trick. Um, <laughs> mac and cheese. Creamy Parmesan chicken and rice. Mongolian beef. Meatballs. Crispy chicken breast with lemon garlic orzo. Salmon bowl. Steak quesadilla. Wings. Steak. Burgers. Wow. She's feeding me two to three times a day. And that's like a full-time job. Yeah. It's, it's like you're it's, a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a 4-H animal. Yeah. <laughs> that's about to be shown over the weekend. So every, every morning it's breakfast burritos, bacon, eggs on a tortilla, get to lunchtime, she'll make me a grilled cheese, something good. Nighttime, that's the big one. She can't eat anything. So like two nights ago she made us burgers. She made me two, her one. She took two bites of her burger and then it was up to me to eat the rest. So she I had three burgers. She doesn't like her cooking, or she just gets full quick, or what? I think she just wants me to have more food. Okay. <laughs> so you're taking this person, like, she's trying to fat me up here. Yeah, uh-huh. I think she's trying to shape me into something I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah, but also, also my pants aren't fitting right anymore. This has mm-hmm. never happened in my whole life. I 
walked out of here the other day, and I couldn't button my top button. I <laughs> spent the whole day with my button undone. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So, have you addressed this with her and said, "I'm putting weight on"? Are you okay with this, or do you think this is calculated because she doesn't like all that? I, it's all. It's all. We're not talking about it, but Mm -hmm. it's all implied. I know what she's up to. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at it, but... But you know you don't have to eat it. (laughs) It's amazing. I can't not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get that part. Good. But it's definitely strategic, sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm starting to believe everything that a woman does is strategic. (laughs) They are so far in front of us. I think so. All right, follow-up Thursday. Today is the day you guys hit us with emails, and you're like, hey, Bircho, I think you forgot about blankety-blank-blank-blank, and then we do the research, and we get you some closure. Yeah, this was a good one about the husband naming naming his new baby after his former mistress, and she didn't know until after the fact. This is like a long time ago, right? Yes, this was back in 2021. So July of 2021, Paige's husband had an affair with a woman he worked with. When Paige found out, she was devastated, but she didn't want to know anything about it. Not her name, her age, what she looked like, nothing. Ignorance was bliss for her. Eventually, the two worked it through, and they had a daughter three years later. Paige's husband picked a name that she thought was beautiful. Four months later, she found out that her daughter's name, Sydney, was the same name as her husband's mistress. Duh, F. Of course, Paige was furious, considered changing her baby's name. All of us, all of us agreed that she should change the baby's name while she was still young enough because, you know, she's only four months. So what did she do? I can't believe we didn't get a follow-up on this back in the day. Totally forgot about it. Hey, Bird Show. It's good to hear from you. I can't believe you all remember my situation from hearing it years ago. So the last couple of years have been a bit of a roller coaster. First of all, to answer your question, no. I did not end up changing my daughter's name. I just realized that it would be painful to have to explain to every family member and friend about why I was changing my daughter's name. However, I did decide that we would start calling her by her middle name. So that is what we have been doing. She is still young, but I don't even think she knows what her first name actually is. (laughs) As for he and I, things haven't worked out for us and our marriage. I'm sure you're shocked, LOL. I'm sure you'd be just as shocked to find out that things didn't work out because he was cheating again. Mm. It was not with the same woman, but it was with another co-worker. There was no way I was going to be able to forgive him for a second time. So when I found out, I told him not to even bother breaking things off with her because he and I were over. Thankfully, the divorce was pretty fast. He didn't really even fight me on most of it. He did continue to see his co-worker, and they are still together today. I'm not even angry. They deserve each other. Thankfully, I've also found someone new in my life. It's still a new relationship, but I am pretty happy and can definitely see this going somewhere long term. He is the complete opposite of my ex. So that is my life in a nutshell. Things are looking up for me now. I couldn't be more grateful to have gotten through the storm. Hope you are all doing well. Page. There's nothing shocking about this. No, at there all. isn't. <laughs> There's so nothing to see here. Yeah. If he had the idea to do that, that just kind of showed you the depth of, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Douchebaggeriness? Ooh, Th- that's yeah. That's where I was going with I it. I like that word. Yay. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> yes, yes. The Bird Show. All right, so our producer Jackson here has decided to take on a love charity case. <laughs> <laughs> this Valentine's Day. You're really doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Does this mean everything you put and you can write off. I guess so. Yeah, it's a business. Yeah, exactly. It's a charitable donation. Uh-huh. I need to put more money into this. So actually, Katie and I have decided to put together a task force of just ourselves task force. to help a out. Task force. To help out our dear friend Amber 
find herself a Valentine. Valentine's Day is upon us. It's in six days. And we had talked to Amber a little bit to give a little bit of a backstory. And she had mentioned that it has been some time since she's had a Valentine. Yeah. How, how much long? time are we talking about here? Oh, man. How many is a decade again? Uh, <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, I'm going to be real with you. I, I was I was stuck in a uh, re- uh, relation crap. Can't say the word I want to say. Um, but uh, and, and I kind of allowed it to go on way longer than it should have because I thought I was settling. I thought that was the best I could do, and I wasn't happy. Mm. I gained a lot of weight. Then I lost my confidence, you know. So, honestly, I haven't really tried, if I'm being honest with you. How long were you in that relationship for? And if you were healthy, how long would you have stayed in it? Or how soon would you have gotten out? I was in that bad boy for about eight years. Whoa. Whoa. And you realized it wasn't good at what year? Uh, probably about year three. I probably should have. But at the time, I just. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. We have a lot in common. I feel you. (laughs) I should have left around then. I I am so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about it on your podcast, probably. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we hear this story and, you know, we feel for her. So we're, we're trying to help her out. And. Um, the biggest thing is first just getting her out there, and we wanted to start with an overhaul of her dating apps. First of all, she was using Facebook dating, which right. to me is just a big no-no. Like I don't, I didn't even know that existed. To I be didn't honest. Either. And so um, we had her send us screenshots of her Hinge and her Bumble profile. And the last time we were here, we talked about the overhaul that was needed. And the main thing was the pictures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The pictures needed some work. So we went back through her Instagram and we had her send some updated photos of things that she was happy with and things that she liked. I mean, sincerely, if you would have lined up like 20 pictures out of her camera roll, uh, and said, which is the least likely to be my dating profile, that's the one she was using. Yeah. Absolutely. It was so incredibly bad. Because remember, the actual know. profile pic, the actual profile pic was a car selfie, and Amber being like, She's like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> you want to go on a date? <laughs> Uh, Yes. So she sent us some updated photos and uh, we really do think there's a lot of improvement there. And so step one is going to be getting herself out there with these updated photos and making sure that those go on the profile. But Katie and I have actually run into a bit of a plot twist in this entire thing. What? Um, Katie actually received a DM from someone who's potentially interested. (gasps) This is shocking. That is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> and are they human? She is human, verified. Are they, are they real? We don't know yet. <laughs> Maybe. Are you sure okay. it's not AI? I'm fairly sure. I would settle for AI. <laughs> 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 <That's cool. laughs> and so um, we still agree that she needs to update yeah. the photos and do that whole entire thing. But we also really think that we should maybe explore this interesting yeah. person. Okay, so wait a second. You got, like, so you got one DM. So let's not be, like, super desperate here. But we are. We we don't have a choice. I've never gotten a DM. (laughs) We're beyond desperation. (laughs) Can we see what uh, this this person looks like? Katie? Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Or does it even matter? Yes, it matters. It matters, but well, her page is private, so I don't know if I should follow her back to see her pictures. I mean, from her profile picture, she looks cute. 
Kayla okay. doesn't even follow me. So will, you, will you bring the profile <laughs> pictures in here? And Let's check these out. And I also want to hear what the DM said that had you guys intrigued. Yeah. Ooh, it was, because I, I feel like that's... You can get get a DM, and Abby's received these that you're like, hail to the na-na-na. To the no-no-no. Wait, no. wait, before you even do that. I'm shocked. Wait, before you even do that, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> this might be a bad idea because I'm coming off the effects. Sir. What if this is a Valentine's Day truly blind date? Oh, Well, it wouldn't be blind for the other girl because she knows what Amber looks like and but who Amber is. Her, but it would be for Amber. Yeah. But the bitter ball is going to be like, <laughs> well, the bitter ball is before Valentine's exactly. Day. This oh, would be true. a that's legit true. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Wow. I am terrified. You what should be. be. Yeah. yeah. You certainly should be. What if they meet at bitter ball on stage? Oh! Hey. Oh! 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 Even better. What do you think? I think that I might end up becoming a, a topic for another true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll worry about that on yes. Monday. Okay, cool. It make great content. <laughs> what do you think? You guys meet for the very first time on stage at our Bitter Ball, which is our singles event that we are doing on Friday night. So that means it's if this person goes to the Bitter yep. Ball. And also, do I still get to see the photo beforehand? No. Oh, no. Oh, so I'm going to be shocked if we're like yeah. hundreds yes. of people. It's as blind as Abby's mass dater. Right. <laughs> or as Stevie Wonder. Now yeah. that Because he, <laughs> he's actually blind. Now that you bought it. <laughs> I got one, one little question here. Now, I'm not saying that I'm like a 10. I'm like probably a solid 6, maybe 7. What if this person is lower than me? I don't want to, like, be a butt face on T. On- <laughs> Grin and bear, girl. And where they hate me. (laughs) They know what you look like. That's right. That's right. So they're already interested. (laughs) You got one DM. Okay. Take it. Take it. You're right. You're right. All right. So Katie, reach out to her. Follow her. Reach out to her. See if she's available because it is tomorrow night. And if she will show up, we will blindfold Amber, bring her out on the stage, and unveil her her one and only DM. (laughs) (laughs) One and only. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. The Bird Show. As a parent that has a 16-year-old, I am constantly reminded how him growing up and bullying and mental health is so different for his generation than it has been for any other generation. And I think it all comes down, at least predominantly, social media has changed everything, man. I mean everything. Back in the day, 
when you were getting bullied, it might have been at school, right? So you go to your teacher, you go to your principal, whatever. Maybe it was happening when you were doing sports or whatever, and you could see the bullying, right, right in front of you, and you could try to take care of it. Now with social media, it is much more complicated. 15, 14, 13-year-olds know how to hide their bullying a lot now also, and it is changing the face, I think, of an entire generation. And Kristen found this great video from Julia Roberts that could really give perspective to parents, I think, on what their kids might be going through. Yeah, so I follow this, um, unbeknownst to me, a girl squad, um, and it's like Allie Wentworth and Jess Seinfeld, and they are friends of Julia Roberts. And Julia Roberts did this interview about social media and its impacts. And what she's talking about is a photo she posted of her and her niece, um, Emma Roberts, right? And they just, they had had a slumber party and they were sitting in the kitchen. What? I never put together that Emma Roberts was Julia Roberts' niece. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, yeah, yeah, they're really. What? That, I that, did that. not know that. That affects her, really, is it? No, I you just know, didn't know yeah. that. Eric Roberts is her brother. That I knew. Yeah, that's, uh, so that's, uh, okay. her, that's her niece. Well, okay. Yeah. How about that? You know that she's from Smyrna, right? Well, she doesn't claim it, but yeah. <laughs> she, she will never admit to that, but yeah. Anyway. So, Julia Roberts is posting this, like, it's, it's a really sweet photo of her and her niece hanging out, and she got all this nasty hate and comments on it, and this was her take on it and her message for those on social media. I posted a picture of my niece and I from one weekend morning. She slept over, and we got up, and we're having tea and playing cards and having this beautiful morning. It was great. I felt great about it. The amount of people that felt absolutely required to talk about how terrible I looked in the picture. That I'm not aging well. People saying, God, I didn't even recognize her. This is what she looks like. And then the fights that break out within the comments where someone says, you should be nice. Why should I be nice? She looks terrible. And people start fighting within the comments. I was amazed at what that made me feel. I'm a 50-year-old woman, and I know who I am. And still, my feelings got hurt. I was so hurt that people couldn't see the point of it, the sweetness of it, the absolute shining joy of that photo. And I thought, God, what if I was 15? That's just devastating. And it really made me see all the things about hearts and clicks and likes. And you realize there is something neurological about this whole system. It was fascinating to me, and I think it taught me a lot about being a young person in today's society. If I had to do it all over again with my kids, I think I would have been way more strict about keeping them off social media. Um, just, we don't know what the ramifications are going to be in the future. Long term. But you can certainly see it now. Yeah. Right? It's a lot of abuse that happens on social media, and I don't even know, like, how adults deal with it. So to think about how kids have to go through it and what have to deal with it, I, I genuinely can't even imagine having to go through that when I was that age. So without getting into specific examples, I know of one kid that there was a, um, a rumor that was being spread at school. Now, back in the day... You could hear these rumors and you could see these rumors at school, right? But, and this was like a 14, 15 year old kid. The rumor spread online and the 
the students that were spreading it were sophisticated enough that they were changing all profiles. So you could never, ever, ever tell who they were. And also it felt like this groundswell of bullying when it was really only four kids, but they had created so many different accounts that the kid that I know of had to transfer schools because the bullying was so bad online. Well, I think the fact that they're hiding their identity has shown the shift of how kids are realizing that there will be consequences in the future for their actions. Because like when I was back in school, like I was bullied online, but they were not hiding their faces. I remember um, I got into a car accident on my way to graduation. I didn't want to cry this morning. Oh, my God. And like people were tweeting about it, about like how funny it was. And... I still feel that like right now that's I feel the exact same way thinking about that memory thinking about when people were laughing about like me having the worst day of my life like online mm-hmm. or there used to be this um, there used to be this social media platform called Yik Yak where people could post anonymously so that was the most anonymous they would get and you can just see how everyone at school feels about you and there are no repercussions for it so I'm 20 gonna be 27 if you are a kid in school going through that or if you're somebody on the other side of that, I will never forget how that made me feel. It is so psychologically damaging and it is jarring that there's no consequences for it, essentially. Anyway, that's fine. That's my no. and I'm so sorry, sorry you had Abby. to go through that. Um, what were I they think, saying? Just like uh, thinking it was funny and ripping on you yeah, after, la- after an accident? Laughing about it. And I was really, there was a specific group of uh, people at school that really hated me. Um, I don't know why. Um, I'm sure I was annoying or like maybe they thought no, no, I was no. a snob. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop yeah, right there. It's it, not you. It's not you. Mm-hmm. It's them. They found, um, they found something in like... They gravitated to something in common that gave that felt that gave them power. It's nothing you did. It's it was them. Yeah, and I, I know yeah. I know we can say that, and it's it's we can say it, and you might not like accept it, but just please know it had nothing to do with who you are, what you did. This was. This was them and their own demons and them unleashing their own demons on an innocent person. Yeah. And it's not fair. And I wish I had, I, I wish I could see myself today because at 17 and 18, I felt, I felt like the loser that they wanted me to feel like. Um, If you're driving around with your parents in the car, or if you have kids that aren't listening, I can't think of a better testimonial for your kids today than listening to Abby. Um, Because I don't think they don't, they for sure don't. Think of the long-term yeah. ramifications when this online bullying is going on. And here you have a woman in her mid-70s, or 70s, uh, her mid-20s, saying that that hurts even all 10 years later. That mm-hmm. still hurts. So when you're getting behind a keyboard and you think you're being cute or you think you're going to do like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, yeah, she's just going to take an insult. Here it is 10 years later. The ramifications are deep, and I hope it never happens to any of you guys. I hope it never happens to any of you either, but I think this, while this is a message for, you know, adolescents, this is also a huge message for parents. We always are worried about, like, protecting our kids from online. You also have to make sure your kid is not the one causing harm online. Like, this is... This is on the parents and to to rectify that behavior or to prevent that behavior from even getting established. Like you need to know what your kids are doing online, whether they're the ones being harmed or the ones doing the harming. 
And I think getting back to the initial clip also, this is not just a kid thing. This no, is an not. adult thing also. Yeah. Like, so before you get behind that keyboard and you say something really nasty to a faceless celebrity for you, they are real people. And that really, really hurts. And it cuts deep if you're an adult. And if you are doing that kind of thing, I always feel like to myself when, and I don't get these very often, these really, really nasty ones, not often. But my first thought is like, there is nothing I'm going to be able to say back to this person that is going to have the effect that whatever happened to them in the past yeah. has had to make them so mean. And it starts so early, too. I have a four-year-old who was crying the other day because the kid in her class was being unnecessarily mean to her out of nowhere. And, you know, I, I wouldn't call that bullying because they're only four, but it is the behaviors that start early. And as the parent, if you don't address it and nip it in the bud, it's just going to keep growing like that. It took me a long time to get to a point in my life when people's words didn't hurt me and it didn't make me feel as if their words were accurate because I truly had to understand that people project and they come from places of their own hurt, mm -hmm. their own pain. And I always revert back to that quote that when they say when people talk about you and put you down, it always says more about them than it does about you. It's hard to remember when it's happening. That's for sure. Sure. Get it. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. Diabolical and breakfast cereal aren't usually two words that go together. No. <laughs> but Snoop Dogg says that mm. this cereal brand is just that. Diabolical. <laughs> so Snoop Dogg and Master P are suing Post Cereal and Walmart. They're alleging that these corporations engaged in, quote, underhanded dealing and, quote, diabolical actions to sabotage the success of his brand, Snoop Cereal. So Snoop and Master P had launched their brand in 2022, hoping to add diversity to the food industry, as well as, quote, inspiring economic empowerment among my Minorities and contribute to charitable causes addressing hunger and homelessness. But now the rappers are saying that this partnership has gone completely south and said they want to, instead, the food giant is trying to buy the brand outright. So Snoop and Master P refused that. And after this partnership was agreed, they're alleging that they are trying to sabotage the success of the business by keeping their cereal boxes in stock storerooms. So they're also suing Walmart as well, basically saying we had all this ready to go, ready for this business to take off, and y'all aren't even putting mm. it on the shelves. What do you think about that? I think more power to them. I, I, I don't know if this is actually a thing or if it's true, but, I mean, I support whatever they are trying to do. I I, I had to look it up. I had no idea that Snoop Loops was, was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. But I support Snoop. Yeah, when it finally gets out on the shelves, I will be bringing it for my breakfast cereal every morning, making sure to support my boy Snoop. All right, if you haven't seen Bobby Althoff's podcast, The Really Good Podcast, her interview style is very satirical. It's very dry. So I'm going to need Mo and Amber to actually help me out on this because they both brought this to the table for me. But in this interview, I can't tell who's trolling who because Bobby typically trolls the people she interviews. But she asked reality star Suki about being a musician. And it seemed like Suki took offense to that. I didn't know that about you. What do, what do you know? That you're a musician. But that's why I'm interviewing you today so I can get to know you. So I'm a musician. Mm -hmm. What the f*** that mean? Make magic or something? What is musician? I think that's, I think you're confusing that. Yeah, I'm not no musician. I, I make music. I make I, music. I, and that's not all I do. I make music. I act. I'm a TV star, too, a young mom. Uh -huh. 
I, just really quick, I think you're confusing. I'm not confusing nothing because I, you you don't know. I, you thought that all I was was a magician or whatever the f did. See, that's what I think you think I said. No, I said musician, not what, magician. I don't think, baby. But I don't think. What I, is that? That's ghetto. I don't think. I know. So you you think? I didn't say magician, Suki. I said musician, and I think you are a musician. No, baby, I do music. So you just really, just really quick. For the record, could you say you don't think you're a musician? I'm not none of that. But then after that, you just said, I do music. Yeah, I do music. So, in other yeah. words, you're a musician. No, I'm not. <laughs> is this serious, or is this like some kind of... I, I couldn't tell. I mean, the general consensus online is that it's trolling, but I think people are leaning towards believing it's trolling because of Bobby's interviews. They normally like that. <laughs> yeah. But with Suki, it's hard to tell. I, I think she was dead serious. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, man. She was. I think she was serious to, to, to be that... To be that ignorant and dealing with those two words, simple words, mind you, it just, <laughs> I think she was serious. I don't think she's funny enough to come up with, does a musician do magic on the spot? I think she really thought a musician did magic. I think that's, <laughs> I really think that's where she was at. Bless her little heart. Oh. Ever, baby. <laughs> I watched it too, and she looked dead serious to me, but at the same time, I'm not familiar with like her humor, so maybe she was joking around, but she seemed so offended by this that I was like, normally these interviews interviews make me uncomfortable, but I'm like really, really uncomfortable right now. So. Well, she explained it right after when she said thinking is ghetto. Like, who who thinks? I don't think. I think thinking is ghetto. So she, there you go. Do <laughs> <laughs> with that what you will. Yeah. All right. If there's one person you want to trust with your hair, it's definitely Beyonce. And she has just announced her new hair care line that comes out on February 20th. I believe it's called Sacred with a C. And she made the announcement on Instagram posting a very cryptic video that has really sweet movie footage of her mom's hair salon in Houston headliners. And um, I'm really excited because I know Beyonce has obviously incredible hair. And now we can maybe try and DIY it at a, at home. All right, Lizzo has lost an attempt to have a harassment lawsuit thrown out. So we talked about this like months and months back, and it's kind of been quiet since then. And Basically, if you're unfamiliar with this court case, her ex-dancers filed a lawsuit in August, basically saying that Lizzo weight-shamed them, forced them to endorse sexually degrading behavior. And Lizzo's like, none of this is true, so I want it thrown out. And the judge denied it, so the looks like the trial is going to go through. Yeah, I saw some people talking online after the Grammys, because, you know, Lizzo came out and she was a presenter, and they said um, that there was a double standard there because of the allegations against her. If she was a man, he never would have been invited on that stage. Ooh. Mm, that's deep. All right, one of the gymnastic greats is making a comeback for the Summer Olympics. I'll tell you who's got their eyes on Paris on your next Eva's on the Bird Show. Get it? The Bird Show. Man, Nebraska had it. They had it. They had it, and they're about to give it up. So I never knew this before, but um, Nebraska has a tourism slogan, right? <laughs> that... Begging people to come to Nebraska? No. Well, honestly, it will make me want to go to Nebraska when you hear what the slogan is, right? And before they changed their slogan, they were the absolute last state, perceptually, that people wanted to uh, go to, to travel to, right? Yeah, when you think vacation, you don't typically think, hmm, Nebraska. Never, mm -mm. never, never, never. But in 2019, they changed their slogan, and the travel slogan was Nebraska. This is true. I'm not lying about this. <laughs> 
Honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. Isn't that yeah, that's great. Well, now, like, the new governor of the state's got a big old stick up his butt, and he's, like, demanding that they change it. So they're going to change it now, which sucks. Do we know what they're changing it to? I, I, oh, they're probably deciding right now. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's not going to be nearly as good as that. But most of these are really, really stupid. But this is one that actually catches you. Like, okay, maybe I'll give Nebraska a chance. <laughs> make you want to go. If you're going to go there, right? Yeah, they're self-aware. Oh, my God. Thank you for giving me our stupid bit for the day tomorrow. Because I'm going to read out state slogans, and you're going to have to guess which state it's from. <gasps> yeah, oh. I looked up a couple already, and some of them are really stupid. Like, uh, great potatoes, tasty destinations. I- Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> really, really dumb. Okay, so we can do that tomorrow. All right, so, Kristen, to recap the conversation, that we had yesterday about the creepy dad. You want to get into that? Because it's a very interesting email that we got taking up, like, the boyfriend slash the father side in this whole thing. Okay, so it all started with the birth show listener hitting us up. She's been dating a guy for about four months now or something like that. Um, And she met the family, and the dad started following her on Instagram and started liking certain photos. And those photos were her of in bathing suits or bikinis and the photos the dad intentionally liked were ones of her in lesser clothing and it was kind of creeping her out a little bit so she hit us up and she's like do I say something is this like a red flag and she ended up saying something to her boyfriend and he he brushed it off he even found the one photo of her not in you know wearing clothing and said see he likes all your photos blah 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 and actually then turned it on her and was like, hey, if you don't want people liking your photos, then don't post them. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of like, okay. Ugh. And um, what was the, so she talked to him and then, oh, she ended up bringing her friend mm-hmm. and her friend's boyfriend over to because she was going to have dinner with their family and she wanted backup. So she got her best friend and her best friend's boyfriend. So they did a group dinner and she's smoking. She's like, if I'm a seven, this chick's a nine. Well, her boyfriend's dad was all about this girl, hitting her up a conversation, started following her on Instagram and started liking all of her photos right after the dinner. Proven. Pops is a creeper. All right. So, but the point here that the um, boyfriend was making, like, look, if you don't want creepy dudes liking your photos or DMing you, then go, then don't post them, right? Which Mo and I hated because it's like saying, like, dudes have, like, absolutely no control of your, like, it's built into our DNA to be creepy. Yeah, it's like completely taking the responsibility off of men. Like, they just can't control themselves, like you said. And it's, at some point, you have to realize that the dad is completely going out of his way to be a creep, regardless of if <clears throat> if she wants people to see her pictures or not. Yeah, the victim shaming gets so underneath my skin. And I remember this during when the, the Me Too movement had hit. And I was so adamant. I'm like, instead of trying to tell women how to dress, how about you teach men how to treat women? Like, it's it shouldn't be on us to get respect. Like, that should just be a given. So I'm curious if there are other women that are listening that have the same opinion as this Burt Show listener that hit us up yesterday, who is a woman, right? And she's kind of like got the boyfriend's back. Like, I know it's going to be an unpopular opinion, but don't post that stuff. If you don't want creepy dudes hitting you up, she says it might be an unpopular opinion, but I have a little different perspective on the creepy dad liking the girlfriend's Instagram pictures. For the record, I'm a woman and have experienced uninvited creeps before. 
in general, whatever energy you put on social media is the energy you're going to attract. Okay, let's go ahead and chew on that for a second. Do you guys agree with that? Mm, to an extent. Like, I, I get where she's going, coming from. And there are going to be, we have to, there's a level of acceptance or acknowledgement here that there's going to be a level of creeps online. Mm-hmm. And if you post certain photos, it's, it's going to happen because those people exist. I agree. But I think in this specific situation, because it's not some random creep online, yeah. it's her boyfriend's dad. I, to me, this rule doesn't apply. Let's, does. just say, let's just say in generalities, though, rather than specifically saying like the dad in our situation, in general, and I want to get Cassie's opinion on this also, whatever energy you put on social media is the energy you're going to attract. I think the blanket rule is everyone should be treated with respect, but I do think to an extent, what you do post is going to bring in a certain audience that may not invite, but you will experience different treat. I'm really trying to. No, no, no. But you will. Exp- you will. You're opening the door up to chaos with certain posts. Take the Drake video of his dingling. He posts that on Instagram. That's, you can't even. You can't use the word dingling with that thing. It, it's okay. disrespectful. Okay, it's a dongling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, that, that is, yeah. So, yeah, if he posts that, you're going to expect some certain energy in your comments, right? I, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I do think it's awareness, I, I believe, is what it is. Like, it's one of those two things can be true moments where, yeah, unfortunately, all men should not should know how to control themselves and not be creeps. But that's just not the reality. So when you post certain things, you do have to be aware of the fact that you are going to bring certain types of people to your page. And maybe there are going to be people within that group that you don't necessarily want to see you like that. But it's going to happen. If so you, what you're, you're saying is your milkshake is going to bring all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Damn right. I was just uh-huh. thinking that. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, if you are going to uh, post a, a, a video of you in a thong twerking, that's going to, you know, elicit certain comments. But yeah. we're not talking about those kind of, we're talking about a bathing suit. We're talking that's, about a woman yeah. on the beach in a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. No matter where you go or where you exist, you're going to attract people. I can post happy stuff online and I get people hating me for it. I can go out in public and wave to someone and they flip me off. Off, which happened the other day. It just, you don't know what's really? going on. Yeah, you don't know what's going on in people's worlds. And I get that. My issue is, yes, you can just not post those photos and avoid those creeps. You can also just not go outside ever and avoid yeah. creeps. So the issue is, yes, and Mo hit the nail on the head. The reality is if you post those pics, you will get creeps. What we're talking about is we're not accepting the fact that the creeps are allowed to do that. And I think by saying, just don't post those photos, you're allowing the creeps to persist and control your life, whereas you should post the photos. And we're here to say, creeps, it's not okay. You need to back down and stop doing that, and I'm going to call you out. So what you're saying is you're going to get them, and you know you're going to get them. You don't have to accept them, but if you're posting, then... You should expect to get stuff like that. Yeah, you, you okay. should expect, but it's not right. And I'm not endorsing it. And yeah. I think the tough part is we're literally trying to change the nature of reality right now. But And it's a slow shift. Um, she continues on. If you're posting stuff that's obviously for attention, bathing suit, butt shots, intentionally revealing outfits, typical quote unquote thirst traps, you can't get mad when thirsty people show up. All right, time out. The whole purpose of social media is to get clicks and likes, and it's attention-seeking. Every single photo, we have to be honest with ourselves. If it's of your dog, if it's of your kid, if it's of you in a bathing suit, you are looking for attention, full stop.
Yeah, but I mean, don't you think that it's... Di- yes, I agree with you. It's all attention-seeking behavior. Different types of attention, uh-huh. though, right? Like, I feel like you, you, you do... Maybe your intention is to get... Uh, the same kind of attention, but the reality of it is if you post your dog or your child, you're going to get a different kind mm-hmm. of attention than if you post yourself in a bathing suit. Which what goes back to what she said here. Whatever energy you put on social media is the energy you're going to attract. So if you're putting out energy with you and Jimmy, your son, you're not going to get, that's, the, that's sweet energy. You're going to get sweet energy back. Sometimes. <laughs> There's always one. She says, don't get it twisted. In this specific situation, the dad was grossly inappropriate, and the boyfriend should have handled it with him immediately, no question. However, she says, I think we forget to view social media as the giant marketing platform it is. Marketing is, quote unquote, the process of getting people interested in your company's product or service. That's the intent of social media. Your marketing all capitals here, something regardless of intentionally a product, your life, a service, your thoughts and perspective, your body. I think it's important for younger generations and women especially to keep that in mind simply out of self-awareness and self-protection. What do you think? Well, I think it's important because so I had to learn this lesson kind of the hard way. Like if you look at my Instagram, you'll see that it's pretty squeaky clean. And it's like that for a reason because I've never really posted like super provocative thirst traps or anything. But a couple years ago, I had a few just photos of me at the beach in a bikini. And I went through this period of time where there was some dude taking my photos and creating like a fake Instagram and saying like, this is my secret OnlyFans Instagram account. And so I don't post those photos anymore because... It's the only way I have control mm. over what people can do with the photos that I posted. So it's unfair. It's not right. I wish the internet would just treat you with the respect no matter what you post. But to an extent, the reality is certain kinds of photos are going to be misused in some ways. Let me ask you guys a loaded question. And I just uh, gave you a shot of truth serum so you can't lie. If you put up a picture of you in a bathing suit... And you get no comments about it at all about, oh, my God, girl, you look so good. Or a dude hitting you up. Are you a little disappointed by that? Yes. I mean, if my girlfriends aren't commenting, yes. But if a dude doesn't like comment, no, I'm not. No. I'll always get the comments, but they're never positive. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I post them. It's the Burt Show. Get it. The Burt Show. So there Kendall Jenner was up in Athens. Was it yesterday? Uh, I don't, I think so. Yeah. Either yesterday or the day before. I think it was the day before. I think it was a couple of days ago because all my friends down in Gainesville were saying that she was at the Swamp, which was our big college bar down in Florida. So it looks like she's making the rounds in all the college towns. She was in uh, Bama and then did Georgia. So she's making her way through the SEC. (laughs) She she knows where to go if she wants to sell tequila. So she's got this new tequila. It's 818 tequila. So um, rather than go to like West Coast schools, okay, they don't drink enough at Berkeley. Let's go to the SEC. (laughs) So she was at Athens. And this is at her at a bar last night or a couple of nights ago. And she's got her UGA gear on, which I'm sure she traded out when she was at Florida or Alabama or wherever. When I say I was... 
even I was taken back by how they mobbed her and how rabid they were for oh, yeah. her. OMG. I thought the same thing. So my best friend is down in dental school at the University of Florida, and she caught Kendall outside of our trashy liquor store, but then she made her <laughs> way down to the swamp, which is this big college uh, college bar. And I was gagged, honestly, because I was like, this is kind of embarrassing for us. So I don't know how the Georgia video looked. It sounded like it was a big mob at Huge. a bar. But the what happened with Kendall at UF was... The the swamp is a two-level bar. So there's an outside patio where you can sit out and watch the game. And then there's a balcony that overlooks the patio. And it literally looked like at UF, it looked like she had a bunch of minions worshiping her because there she is up on the balcony. She's just like, hi, I'm Kendall Jenner, the only one up there. And then it's all these sorority girls with their phones out being like, Kendall! Yeah. And I'm like, stand up, girls. Like, this is embarrassing <laughs> for us. I don't know if she knew really, truly what to expect. So for, I'm from California also, and I grew up there, right? And for us, football was USC versus UCLA. That's like the big matchup, right? So when I came out to the South, I had no idea really how rabid SEC fans were and what the tradition really meant. So I'm guessing when she shows up to these SEC schools as a Californian, she had no idea it was going to be this crazy. Oh, yeah. you can tell by the look on her face she's like this is exciting but what if i got myself into it? <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> and she even delivered pizza to some dorms did she really yeah they have she the students have her on the ring camera and stuff like that like talking to them through the ring camera so she 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 knows pushing, what she's doing she's pushing mm-hmm. that tequila man yep all right mo now it's serious now it got serious lost items that you need back yeah i i think that the spirit of the Atlanta Braves and the Atlanta Braves fans are sending me a very clear message, and maybe it's time for me to actually start taking it seriously. And this is because me being a New Yorker, I have been a lifelong New York Yankees fan, and I wear Yankees hats as if, like, it's truly a part of my uniform. As much as I wear them, I should get a ring whenever the Yankees <laughs> win a World Series. So obviously, it's, it's such a baseball cliche. It's time to move on from the Yankees. Why? I mean, because they're spending $250 million or $400 million every year. It's easy to be a Yankees fan. Braves fans are right here. You're wrong. Well, now, I would normally agree, but I'm actually from New York. For people who are not New Yorkers and are Yankee fans, that's exactly how I feel. But I really did grow up going to Yankees games, so it's just a part of me that has been very difficult to let go. Yeah, when I wear the hat, it's just because I think it's a fun fashion icon. (laughs) I think it's just fashionable. It it is the number one hat. I can tell you when I travel internationally, it angers me how many Yankee hats I see. You see them all the time. All the time. All different colors, shapes, sizes, all Yankees. I don't even think most of the people that I travel, most of the countries I go to, really know anything about the Yankees. They don't. They 80% don't. of the time, if you see somebody in a Yankee hat, it's just fashion, a fashion statement, like Abby said. So I remember when I went to my first Braves game, they told me I couldn't wear the Yankee hat. Like, you can't do that. This is Atlanta. We're the Braves town. You can't do that. I respected that. I did. Enough to not wear my Yankees hat, but I didn't wear a Braves hat. And I, I refused to. <laughs> And I think that there's been a spirit haunting me ever since. <laughs> I really do. So the spirit of Braves country is I, haunting you? Yes, because for some odd reason, I cannot go out with a Yankees hat and actually return home with it still on me. <laughs> and this is now the third time this has happened. I went out once with Bert, and I, I didn't realize that I'd left my hat in one of the places. And by the time I realized it, it was gone. I never got that hat back. So <laughs> I had to replace it. And I buy, like, the authentic Yankee hats because it's my thing. So they're not cheap. The second time I went out with a friend of mine, we ended up going to the gym first, and I didn't want to sweat in my hat, so I put my hat down, lost my hat, came back, somebody had stolen it, it was gone. 
Now, this time I go out, this is recently, this is this weekend, and I have a hat on, and we go to this place, and I've never heard of this rule or seen anything like this. It was new. But he said, you can't wear hats. Fine. I get that. A lot of places won't allow you to wear hats. But most of the time, they'll let you put it in your pants, or you got to take it back to wherever you came from, whatever. We could not go back to the car. It was a long thing. So the guy opens up his jacket, like he has on a, a jacket, and he's like, you got two options, bro. You either got to put the hat over there for free. <laughs> I love it. And I'm not watching it. Whatever happens to it, happens to it. Or I can hold it right here. And he has, like, two or three hats where I guess someone has given him their hats to hold, and he, like, tightens them on his belt buckle, and he holds your hat for the night. So I'm looking at this, and I'm like, all right, am I really going to give this guy my hat to hold? <laughs> and I ask him, how much is it? He tells me $30. What? $30 to hold your hat all night. You think if it was a Braves hat, it would have been $5? Maybe. <laughs> I was wondering that because a, a couple of those hats that he was holding, I know hats really well. Those hats are not $30. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, why would you pay the guy $30 to hold a $15 hat? My hat is a little more than $30, but to me, it wasn't worth paying the third. I'm like, bro, for that, I'll just get a new one. So he's like, well, you put it over there, bro. Do what you want to do. You put it over there in the corner. So I'm like, what do I do? My guy's like, the hat will be there. Don't worry about it. So I put the hat over there in the corner with like four other hats. And the other hats were brave hats. But I'm thinking like, it's a line of hats. My hat will be fine. The night goes by. We come out. First, I go right past it and completely forget my hat is there. Then we get to the car. I have to walk all the way back now. So I walk all the way back. Of all of the hats that were there, the four hats lined up, three of them Braves hats, one is my Yankee hat. My Yankee hat is gone. <laughs> oh, no. All the other hats is perfectly, exactly how they were left, and the guy is looking at me like, I told you to let me hold it. <laughs> $30, it was gone. So I think that was a clear message from the spirit of the Braves yep. because all three Braves hats were sitting there perfectly fine that I have to stop wearing my Yankee hat proudly around town. I don't think it was the spirit of the Braves hat. I think that guy sabotaged you. So next time he approached you and said, you want $30 or you want to give me $30 to hold your hat, you'd be like, uh-huh, I know what happened last time. It's just good business. Ah, <laughs> he purposely made my hat disappear. Uh -huh. This is capitalism. I think you have some wiggle room here, though, okay? Okay. So even though the Yankees can be... Atlanta is a transient city, man. You got so many people here from other cities that what happens is the Braves become their adopted second team. And I think... Unless you're a hardcore Braves fan that grew up in Atlanta, it's kind of acceptable, right? I can't do it because my team, the Padres, which suck, are a National League team also. So there's a conflict of interest there if I put Braves gear on, even though they really are my second favorite team. You, as a Yankee fan, can get away with both because the Braves are a National League team. So you could say, my dudes are in the American League, and while I'm here at home, I can be a Braves fan. You're not wrong. But it's my family, man. I, <laughs> if they see that and I go home and they saw me in that Braves gear, I, I will never hear the end of that. That is what has scared me from doing it. It's 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 my family. They are diehard Yankee fans. They don't play that. It's it's time, though. It is time, especially this season, because outside of the Dodgers, the Braves are favored to play in the National League uh, or in the World Series as the National League represent. They are so stacked this year, dude. If you're going to make the transition, mm. this is the year. And if you do it and they do really, really well, well, you can say it was you. And that's right. And technically, when, when I raced the freeze and got my ass kicked, but that's not the point, <laughs> it, the Braves invited me to run on their uh -huh. field. Uh -huh. The Yankees, Yankees never do did that. that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. We might be on to something okay. here. All right, I'll think about it. Get it. The Bird Show.